black women. I just wanna let y'all know, y'all fine as hell with your chocolate ass. I mean, hey, I'm just saying, fine. What's up with it? Hey y'all, this is Meg and Jeanette, but you can call me Meg. And it's Greg, what's happening y'all? Happy Tuesday, we're back again. It just sounds so weird, man, because I mean, you've been all, tell the people, let's keep it real, you've been sick. all sick. I know. <laughs> Not, not COVID, John. I know. It's so weird because you got to always say not COVID. But man, like I've been sick since this time last week. Yeah. And it's so bad with me because he always gets annoyed because I I can feel when I'm getting sick. Because I was so sick when I was young. Like when I was younger, I was sick so much that my body, I know when it's coming. I I can tell when there's a foreign, um, what is it called? It's not an infection. What are they? Antibody. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. That all that all that (laughs) chemistry stuff. I know there's a foreign something in my body. And literally, it was a Saturday ago. I looked at him. I woke up. I said, "I'm about to get sick." Like, no, I don't get annoyed because of that. Because I, she knows I'm sick all year round. Like, not. And when I say that, I mean I have allergies. So. I'm automatically immune to a lot of things. The only thing that bothers me more than being sick is just having a headache. So it I hate when people just go, achoo, up, oh, getting sick. And that's her. She'll just go, oh, yep, I know I'm about to get sick. And then but she'll, I'm just, and then she'll right. actually get sick. Like I she'll can get tell. she'll get like like when I first met you, you like coughed like really soft. I remember this. <laughs> we were in your living room. You coughed real soft. You was like, well, I'm going to be sick all week. And I'm like, what? No, baby ass cough. Man, I had to come over and like help her yeah, move no, around. Man. Like she was. Over- when you know your body, you know your body. And I'm very oh, in tune God. with my body. And I can tell when something's about to happen. <laughs> and I just hate when I get sick because it just lingers so much. It, because it my, I feel like my immune system just is not that strong. Every, because in fact, I was so sick when I was younger. I was on like steroids for long periods of time. Every morning as she wakes up, I roll over. I'll be like, hey, babe, how you feeling? She says, oh, better. <laughs> <laughs> like. That's that's better. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And so, and then like I was getting better. Then he and I went to this winery, this um, oh yeah, vineyard wine vineyard last Thursday. That was first of all, and I think beautiful. I got sick again the next Friday. Got felt worse because of the wine tasting we we're doing. Was the wine? Ta- well, I I thought it was just because of the co- the outside country, probably too. Yeah, like the country view yeah. and you know all the pollen. No, we didn't and the tell weather about that. was just changing. It like we we woke so yesterday the day before that day it was hot in a way then it rained. Wednesday. No, I'm talking about um, last Wednesday. Oh, that, that was on a Thursday. I'm tripping. We went to the last Wednesday. On yeah, it rained. It was hot. Then it rained. Then Thursday morning we woke up with a real just mood morning. Like it wasn't hot. It wasn't cold. It was just fair. So we get there, we leave, starts raining. So it's like yeah. the weather just didn't want to agree with you. Mm-hmm, so I, I feel like that played a factor in it too. I didn't want to win, but no, it was great. Me and Greg went to Hack um, Winery, mm-hmm. I guess it's called, no, that, that's, yeah. in Santa Fe, which is like 45 minutes outside of Houston. And it was, was so 40, nice. Well, it was 45 minutes away from us. It was, <laughs> well, because we live in like the heart.
part of Houston. Too. Oh, okay. That's okay. So, okay. So, okay. I get, I get what you said. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it was so great. If you are in the Houston area, I definitely suggest going to. People thought we were like in Fredericksburg, Texas, which is like wine country in Texas. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like we had a great time. We got to learn about how they make the wine. The people were so nice and kind. Got to walk throughout the vineyard, have taste testing, and we actually bought some wine that Greg cooked an amazing steak dinner with my first he time used ever wine in the cooking steak dinner. Steak. It was so good. First time I've cooked steak. It was a before. Such a good wine. I've cooked steak before, but it was it was just literally like baby steak or like little cutlets. Yeah. But this is my first time ever just cooking a full blown steak. And I want to say this. I'm gonna put this out there before we even carry on to the podcast. Are you gonna tell what happened? I don't. Huh. Oh, no, go. What happened? No, say Oh, okay. I don't care what none of y'all say about what, how to eat steak, what to do with steak. <laughs> I get it. I understand rare, medium rare, fine. I understand it has a different taste and texture. Medium well. Am, I am a well-done person. I've tried. <laughs> I've actually tried. I actually thought about it because when your, fr- your um, friend's um, – a guy, for, yeah, her boyfriend asked the question, "Have you ever tried?" I said, "No," but then I thought about it like days later. I have tried medium well, and I've had I've had medium rare before. And the first time I've had medium rare, it I guess it was just the the bad experience. It just didn't sit right. I got not sick, but it didn't sit on my stomach right. So I'm a well done person. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And that well done ass steak that I made the other day, it wasn't too greasy. It wasn't too crisp. It was. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I followed the rules. And then the next morning, it ran right through. Oh, yeah, we Because we don't eat red meat. Oh, yeah, we pooped. So was, oh, our bodies were like, what are you doing? I literally, it was the weirdest thing that next morning, because I was just like, I am pooping so much that it's crazy. Like, I know it's the steak but that it, I ate. You, and I had to ask him to clarify. I was like, did so, you poop? This is so a nasty. Lot? Hold on. So I want to say this. Do you? It's funny because, yes, you just said we don't eat red meat a lot. We don't. So the crazy thing is you can tell when your stomach doesn't agree with something and when your stomach is not used to a foreign object. When your stomach doesn't agree with something, it's just you. Your stomach hurts. You're going, oh, oh. <laughs> when your stomach is not used to a foreign object, you just, oh, got to go poop. And it just comes. Yeah. Right. That steak just like. It just came out. It it just my, like, our bodies just like, no. Nope, it didn't hurt. It was just like, this. it was like, oh, oh, oh shit. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So that was, that was our weekend. It um, was. And it was good. Definitely good. It was. And I'm, I'm getting better. I sound nasally. She say that now. But I know, right? I shouldn't say anything. <laughs> no, I just, sound nasally, hush. but I think that hush, it's going to be on up and up. <laughs> Definitely. Um, I want to say, uh, thank God. For one, for my grandma had a procedure done this past weekend, and she did really well. She's doing very good. I checked up on her not only after church Sunday, but also today after leaving work, and she's doing real good. So that is some positivity. Yes, my I, grandma. Yeah, her grandma too. <laughs> <laughs> I started my new job. We're not going in details. We're just going to keep it like that. Praise God. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thankfully tired, but I'm tired. Yes. <laughs> And hot. <laughs> but um, so I want to ask, what season is it right now? Other than fall, spring, summer, winter. It can be all those seasons right it, it's now. Houston. Right now. It, it's Houston. Oh, that's fast. Oh, okay. Yeah. That okay. wasn't even a joke. I was yeah, just literally. <laughs> it, definitely, it definitely is pretty cold right now. It's definitely. It's been, it, it was, bro, it was so hot 
like I walked, we were, I was outside when I was at work. It was so hot. I went inside a couple hours, came out, went to my car. I got out of my car to go to my grandmother's house. It was cold. Mm. I was like, what in the, then before you came here, I was putting some stuff in my car. It was raining. Yeah. (laughs) But to answer your question, uh, I think that the young people would like to say it's prom season. What is prom season? Prom season? Ow. I get not. I did not get excited about that. I know because I did not have the. the well, experience. we used to get. We used to get. Prom used to just be the talk of the town. Like it was like your whole year in high school. I mean, your whole four years in high school. You do things. This, this, that, that. Play sports. This, this, that. And your senior year. No matter how bad your year has been, you were like, am I going to prom? Am I not going to prom? Am I going on a date? Am I going with my girls? Am I going with my boys? Like, that's how you work. It's like now prom has just turned into a season of they, because kids are so free now in school. They just do it. They have it in school. And prom is just, they come with their little tight fit clothes with their uh, oh, flood pants. Oh, I would not. My they, prom dress oh, right prom now would be lit for be me. shitted on by all these proms. Oh, yeah, no, my... Now. Prom is literally you're going to an award show gala. Like oh, yeah. that's how these people dress these days. They dress to impress in high school. I'm just like y'all are too fancy for me. Saw- Some of those prom dresses <laughs> be so sexy. I'd be like, wow. I saw not knocking it. I'm here for it, but I, still. I saw a meme of a girl like years ago. It was not years ago. Let me just not catch it. It was like five years ago. She arrived to prom in a casket. I shit you not. And her date kissed her and she woke up. It was like Sleeping Beauty. And oh I was like, gosh. what in the fuck? <laughs> wow. But, I didn't, I mean, what was your problem like? So, you know, the era of men around 2011, 2012, 2013. What, what was the one color that every man wanted to wear around that time? Pink. pink. Every dude just thought they can pull off pink in 2012. Pink. My whole prom, every man either wore pink or wore, or wore turquoise. Mm. Like, there was no in between. There may be a few picked out in the audience, but it was either pink or turquoise. So my prom, I would say, was was horrible. <laughs> my experience, I'm not going to say it was horrible, only because I not only had a date, but I was actually in a, a, a full-fledged relationship at the time. And the whole thing about that relationship was the person I was with was the person that gave me a whole bunch of problems even after I graduated high school. So y'all be careful if y'all have like nephews, nieces, or little brothers, little sisters that have high school sweethearts. Tell them there's, it's always green on the other side sometimes. Grass is always greener. So I went to prom with this particular person. We both went to different schools. I went to her prom. Her prom was lit. Their prom, both of our schools were in Houston, but her prom was in Galveston. Prom was lit. Her, it was at the Galveston Community Center. I think that's what it's called, the Convention Center. Convention Center. I don't like, know. No. Have the oh my god! Center? You know, I don't know. I don't know. So, I'm just, I'm just saying. I don't live in Galveston. Shoot. <laughs> so, oh, you would, oh, you would think as many times I've been down there. Equal. <laughs> yeah. But uh, her prom was lit. I mean, her friends, they all were lit. Like the administrative staff was wasn't bothering them too much. I mean, she did go to a kind of mixed school, but their school was heavily still black, though. And I mean, I let her have a fun. She wanted to slow dance. I slow danced. She wanted to do take pictures, do different games at the prom thing. We did all that. I had the fun of my life. It was like, 
cool. My prom in three weeks. I got ready for my prom in three weeks. Did y'all wear the same outfits? No, she had she had a different dress, and I had a different. Oh. Um, so I bought a uh, vest and shirt. Too much money. That's a waste of money. Wearing two different outfits. Anyway, keep going. Well, to well no, 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 no. I bought a vest and, and tie, <laughs> but for her prom, my aunt that sews, she uh-huh. sold me a, the, the one another one that was uh, gonna match her dress for my prom. Oh, so okay. we just matched each other for whoever prom it was. So my prom, I had like a light pink. I wore like a very light pink. My aunt sewed it. Get there. Got we we got a limo. It was me, my best friend, uh, Chris, his date, his date's best friend. Cause he didn't care. He was like, I'm not dating a girl. She's just a dating a best friend. It was me and my girl at the time. We pulled up to prom. It's packed. I think we were all like it was only two people with limos. We don't second person with limo. I mean, people started just started renting out cars. We didn't care. It was like shit, we don't want to drive. So we get there immediately. My prom, I go. I went to a hood school. I went to Mad High's H time. <laughs> we get Ew. to we get to prom. I'm talking about it's where the sunny on ground. We gonna ball and parlay. Smoke and smoke. I'm talking about it was just it was hood. It was but it was it was fun. It looked fun. Like all my friends, classmates, all teammates were all there having fun. I want to dance. I can't dance for shit. So I want to have fun. Like, this is my prom. I want to have fun. That was the agenda. This is my prom. Of course, we're going to do what you like, but I want to do what I want. Mm-hmm. I, everything. She didn't dance. She didn't move. <laughs> she didn't talk to nobody. I'm talking about, I, it was to the point, I, was, I, I begged her a little bit. I was like, babe, come on, let's go dance. Come on, let's go dance. Got to the point where I got pissed off. I was like, bruh, your ass came all the way over here. We start arguing. Mm-hmm. And I'm by my friends. Like, people I actually hang with in school. And they like, Greg, you okay? And one of my friends secretly, years down the line, was like, I don't know why you did that. <laughs> and I, but, and, but they couldn't say it at the time. And they looked at me like, Greg, bro, like, go dance, bro. Don't leave this girl here at the table. I'm like, but I, this is my girl. Like, I want her to dance with me. So I was being nice. But I was also angry and aggravated, so I couldn't enjoy myself. So I just walked off. I was just wandering around my own prom. I couldn't even, I don't even remember how nothing looked. The only thing I remember about prom is we finally, like, I guess she apologized after I didn't want to dance anymore. And we ended up taking pictures and we did the the hand sculpting thing where you put, you hold each other's hand, put mm-hmm. it in the wax. That's That's all we did, bro. Wow. Well, and, I don't have. I mean, I didn't get mad at the next day because I had sex, so it was fine. Okay. Haha. Um. Anyway, <laughs> so I don't have a whole exciting story like that. My shit was boring. So, yeah. I mean, I went to a predominantly white institution for high school. You just gotta school. lead. Just lead off with that. I just, do. just lead off with so, that. So I truly did not care about prom. I didn't even get asked to go to prom, or I didn't like. I wasn't dating anyone at that time either. I would have asked you. And so, I mean, yeah, that's why I look back now. I'm just like, it's just because of the environment that I was in. Like, what? Why would I have not? Why did I not get asked to prom? I'm you know what literally I think? fine as hell. I'm I, confused. <laughs> out of all the times you ever told me we wouldn't have dated if I would have met you before that time that I actually met you. I would have asked you to prom. She would have probably said yes and would have probably just still looked at me as a friend. Yeah, facts. <laughs> That's what I up. went to. Yeah, I went to prom up. with my best friend. Because I wasn't a basketball player. Yeah, 
well, yeah, I mean, I did only date basketball players. But that's because I played basketball, so that's whatever, the wah, common ground. Wah, wah. Anyway, he's just mad because he's the shortest person I've ever dated. That's fine. But, I ain't going to say the other part I was about to say. Continue. <laughs> yeah, the norm was six foot um, three and above. Yeah, but it was any- six foot, though. <laughs> Okay, Greg. But yeah, so I would end up going to prom with my best friend, um, who's still my best friend. She's gonna be my wedding, and we had—I mean, it was like a regular old time. My mom and I beforehand we went and, like found a dress, kind of like last minute, and beforehand. I was just like, okay, got a dress, <laughs> and then I went to my friend's house on the night of, and we her mom took pictures of us. My mom took pictures of us on the staircase and then we like left literally drove in our own cars to prom it wasn't like we had a limo or anything got there it was the music sucked it was pretty boring you know like casual <laughs> literally that <laughs> song played at our prom <laughs> so yeah oh, i mean the but the one thing i will say that they got right was the food we had hella food a huge chocolate fountain, a huge, like, it was like this huge um, fruit mountain thing they had, all these different hors d'oeuvres. So I ate, like, I definitely, I sat there for a while and just ate food because I'm like, this food was bomb. No guy asked you for a dance at all? No. None? What? No. I That's mean, crazy. I danced with my friends Low and stuff. key, though, my, it was like four women, four girls that I went to school with at that time. They saw I was pissed off. They all, like, asked if I wanted to dance with them. I danced with all of them. Yeah. Like, no B, no BS. When I when she couldn't find me, I was dancing. Then when I finally decided to sit my ass down, I didn't want to dance no more. That's when she found me apologizing. I'm like, no, it's fine. I don't want to dance no more. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm tired now. So, <laughs> I, that was literally my prom. Um, afterwards we went to the after party at one of our friends' house and literally when I say that I got tired, I'm like, I'm gonna go home. I probably got home around eleven o'clock. Like my parents said I could stay out as long as I want, didn't need to, definitely came home because there's nothing to stay out for. So that was that. And I mean, you would think that I think that story kinda like clarifies and tells the environment how the environment you grow up in can affect your self-esteem or even just like make you have certain emotions about people and different things about yourself because yeah there's no looking back i'm like if i went to any other school where it's more diverse or a school that was like a black school <laughs> for high school i wouldn't have had an experience like that where no no one would have even like thought about approaching me or even by I me mean, there's not even anybody i really wanted to ask so yeah, and we, i didn't want to pay for anybody to come from a different school because i could have done that and i said no nah, those tickets were like 150 150 dollars i'm not paying for that nonsense as, as so as, i'm well as um as proper as i was at the, the little hood school i went to and as as much as you wanted to be around hood people we would have fun at each other's proms yeah, we you would have had fun, fun in my little ratchet prom. I would have had fun at your little whitewash prom. I'd have definitely been in the middle. So I put my hands up, play my song. Wow, <laughs> but yeah, so that that was that, and uh, rest in peace to my prom season. Yeah, because I definitely have, I definitely have jealousy to those that have actually had fun at prom. Forget Madison twenty twelve. Y'all owe me a prom. Um. Well, speaking of jealousy. Shit. <laughs> oh, so, that was a good transition. Yes, yes. <laughs> so 
we're gonna our conversation today is gonna be centered around the idea of jealousy because I mean there's jealousy can come in so many different forms and I feel like within me and Greg's conversations lately this topic has like kind of been the fabric of lots of situations that have come about within these past few years and so just with giving so psychology today identifies jealousy as an emotional reaction activated by the actual or anticipated interest in another person by someone we care about. Um, it's going to be when a third party threatens the bond that exists in a partnership. We may feel insecure, rejected, worried, anger, or self-doubting among a host of other undesirable feelings. So we always hear about the casual jealousy like that happens in a relationship, which we will touch on that. But there can be jealousy in so many different other forms. Jealousy amongst your friendships, amongst your family, your siblings. Uh, jealousy just that you've experienced with growing up. And so, oh yeah, jealousy yeah, in the workplace, workplace as yeah. well. So it's just that little green monster. It comes around so much. And so I just want to talk about, I guess to start off just briefly, do you have any i guess anecdotes or anything just about like experience with you being jealous as growing up as a child that you can remember and kind of think about like where that came from yeah because so i can say that this conversation touches deeply because jealousy definitely is something that creeped up and stayed with me growing up for a long time because i would see so many people doing certain things and I guess it came from the fact that my mom would always tell me, you can do whatever you want. You can do this in life. You can do that in life. So growing up, jealousy, it was just like small things like, oh, I want that. I want that. Like small things, like small things of like materialistic stuff. But it wouldn't be it wouldn't be long. I get over it. But as I grew older and definitely uh, graduating high school and saw like friends getting football scholarships, saw people graduating college. I, I didn't graduate college. You know, seeing people, you know, uh, in these beautiful relationships and I'm in a relationship that was hurting me. Then I was single. It stuck with me. So I was always jealous because I was like for for years when I was growing up, my mom always built this like castle around me that I am the like I'm one of the greatest people on earth. Why am I not getting these things? What does so, that feel like? Being jealous of people doing all the same. What did that feel that like? That shit felt like it felt for it was rage. I was mad because I was definitely, people? I was definitely, no, because it was definitely like, if, if, especially if I knew you, I was like, you don't deserve that. You're not a good, I I can definitely say there were some mm. people that got certain things that I didn't deserve. They, I don't think they deserved it because I knew that they weren't good people. I grew up around them. They weren't good people. I knew their mindset and how they talk and how they are, why are they getting these things. And it was just always just like rage. And then later on, I started to like, that's why I started to get the, the disappointment in myself because I'm like, I'm the problem. Mm-hmm. So it this stuff sucks because I'm watching them, but I'm the reason that this is happening because I'm not doing good, you know? Mm-hmm. So I was stuck in my situation and yeah. I was telling myself that you can't do better. You can't get it. They got it. You can't get it. You can't uh, get that, that promotion. You can't get that car. You can't. So you started talking to yourself negatively because yeah, of it was definitely it was definitely negative the way you were envying others and what mm-hmm. they had yeah it was not healthy either it was yeah. not healthy like i definitely can tell you that i probably had a lot of pimples on my face because of the, the stress i was getting just by being jealous mm-hmm. i definitely like 
just gain more pounds because I told myself you ain't gonna be good because I was jealous of what somebody else got. Like I definitely watched, especially like this time. Well, close to this time of year because after prom season is what graduation season graduation season if, especially if you're my friend or family if you listen to this if you if you ever just noticed how my attitude was around uh april may june i did not want to talk to nobody i didn't want to say nothing to you leave me alone don't talk to me don't f with me nothing because i was so angry that i never finished through college that i never graduated and i'm seeing all these people like post their graduation pictures post their cap and gown post it just stuck with me so much. Yeah. So jealousy definitely played a part. And I, it took me a while to kind of get out of that. Mm-hmm. It's just so interesting to me to hear you talk about people being not- jealous of other people and stuff. And I'm saying that because some people are going to think I'm lying when I talk about this. But I don't, this is something that is new to me to be with someone who is has struggled with that because jealousy hasn't been something that I've struggled with in right. life. And some might say, oh, that can't be true. Everyone's been jealous of something. But I truly have never been. And I think it's because I just, the way that I grew up and just how things have happened for me in life, not that things were easy because I've worked my ass off for everything that yeah. I've like gotten So you don't had. have a reason to be jealous because you worked. But... But yeah. it's just like I've always been a very type A person who's had a plan and I always would know how to like figure out the plan. So it really was right. I was the other side of it, realizing that other people were jealous of me, which was an odd thing. So I'd be like, dang, I thought that we were cool, we were friends, but you're not. Like you're just on the back side of it, envying what's happening to me in my life and sitting back there acting like you're in support, but you're really on the other side being the person that's like, oh, like she doesn't deserve it. She doesn't get need to get that. So it's just like, it's just so listening to like you talk about it kind of, you know, it's, it's very interesting to me, like that mindset. Well, I mean, I just, I feel like I've just never had that. But I mean, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, because the the real thing about it is in order to to fix a problem, what's the first thing you have to do? You have to announce that you have the problem. Okay. So for me to find out that I was jealous, for me to fix jealousy really triggered a lot of things in my life. And the reason why I figured that I can do better about myself was I had to tell myself, I had to look myself in the mirror and say, you are a jealous ass person. You cannot get mad at other people's accomplishments, no matter how their past was or how their present is. You have to stay in your lane. That's why I was going to say, you said a perfect example. You had a blueprint for yourself. No matter what situation you're in, I've, I had, I was in depression. I was sad. I was pissed off at a lot of things. But I was I put myself in that situation. You know, when everybody was still going through school and I had came home from uh, Southern University and was going to TSU, instead of, getting, instead of getting pissed off and being like, oh, you did this to yourself. You did looking at everybody else accomplish things. That could have been me saying, I can go to TSU. I can make myself a good person here. I can get on the, the same programs I was on it at Southern. I can put myself in those programs here. But I had to make a blueprint, mm-hmm. and I didn't do that. So I caught that at that time. I caught it around, what, 2015, 2016, when I started noticing that my jealousy was wavering down, and I was noticing that I can accomplish so much with my life. Yeah. you know, and Especially that I was still in my early to mid-20s. I was yeah. like, I can still accomplish a lot. 
I had to make that blueprint for myself. Yeah. And I think you definitely said something there, just like making a blueprint for yourself and the fact that you had to catch yourself in the moment. Because I think sometimes some people get lost in the act of being jealous, the act of sitting back, watching other people live their lives and you just envying what they're doing, but not trying to do anything right. to make yourself better or to make a difference in your life. You're just sitting there like looking and just watching like you're watching a TV show and there's no sort of action that's coming behind it. So I think that like that's for someone that is maybe realizing that, wow, that's been me. Like I've been the one who's just been watching everybody's lives go by yeah. and really being envious of it. And I haven't made any difference or changed my situation, but I'm just looking at everybody else's situation. I think that that's definitely a word to give for people to actually create that blueprint and to think about like, okay, call themselves out on this is like, I'm, I'm in control of what I'm doing as far as life goes. And so if I can take a step to make myself better, I don't have to sit there and just look at others and try to be envious of what they're doing. I think that that's a huge thing because if you're focused on your own goals and you're focused on what you're doing in life, you don't have time to be looking at what everybody else you is doing and you being never, jealous. You never do. You truly don't. Like you don't. You, do. you don't have time to be worried about what Cassandra down the street is doing or like what house they got her and her husband. Um, who could be in a horrible relationship and they just on the outside posting pictures looking like they're cute and whatnot. The you don't have time. You really don't have time to be looking at that. You can't, don't have time to worry about what page down the road got this new Lexus that she's probably playing like a $700 car note on, but driving around like she has this amazing job and you sitting know. here with your broke down car being jealous of that. Like you don't, you don't know what people's situations are. And that's just something that I've just had to learn too. Cause even like at this point in time in my life, that I've been in school for so long. I talk about this all the time. I just feel like I've been in school all my life. And there are points of time, well, not like I would get jealous, but I would be, I say like, I would look at people and be like, wow, like they're having so much fun going on trips and just like wearing all the cute clothes. They get right. to go to brunch, but look <laughs> at me sitting here. Just like, yeah, I'm really, after I finish residency. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna be brunching all the way out. So literally, that's, I'm gonna be the brunch. Girl. She gonna finish residency, but, and I'm gonna be on my my days of like hell. Yeah, and I'm be like, babe, <laughs> I'm going to brunch. See you later. Oh but for real though, like just back. watching everybody do this stuff, and I think for a second it it was seeping to me. I could feel it seeping into me. Like, dang, that looks like so much fun. Like, look at them. Like, I wish I could be doing that. But I was like, no. Like, I'm focused on what I'm doing right now, and that stuff is gonna come. But I need to finish what my goal in front of me is because like on the other side those people you don't i don't know how they're even getting i'm sitting there also wondering like how you got enough money to do all this <laughs> like some of my friends pe not friends some of the people that i've seen to travel all the time just like what 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 how you you do yeah especially like when so, i don't be trying to count people's money because yeah, you don't know how people do that they could be like going into debt doing let me tell you because this has bothered me for the past couple weeks especially when like i was like on the road to moving out and finding an apartment. And I would like come to these apartments that are like small and it'd be like $600, $700 to rent or $500 to rent. And I'm like, okay, this is my price range. This is all I can do. <laughs> and then I would look at like people that I went to school with the people I know and they in these nice ass loft apartments. <laughs> and I'm sitting there like, God damn, I would love to be here. God damn, I go to their house for parties. We're like, oh my God, how much you pay for this part? And I gotta sit there like, well, wait, you. Don't you, aren't you like a an assistant something something like something small like a uh 
I ain't, I, well, okay, I'm, just, I'm not trying to yeah, knock not anybody. Yeah, not to knock anyone's, like, but still, job but still. or what they do. But I'm just saying, like, it's just like, we all like I knew somebody making who, financial decisions like I knew are different somebody, for everyone. <laughs> I knew somebody who I made. Actually, we I knew, and this is it's so crazy. I knew I made more money than this person. And this, because this is where jealousy was starting to peer back in. I was like, I make more money than this guy. How are you in this beautiful ass apartment? How you got this nice ass car? Man, that, bro- that brother couldn't eat. Yeah. It's <laughs> so just I was like, like okay. So that jealousy went back down. I was like, all right, all right shut yes. your ass down. <laughs> and I think it's just like, and not even to be even get into a thing of comparison, like who makes this, who makes that, who has no, that. Yeah. But it's just like, I think that if you take a step back and you think about what you're doing for yourself, and are you making smart decisions? If you're a person who's just like, I don't mind living in this luxury apartment paying $2,000 per month because this is what I care about, then cool, you do that. I'm not going to sit here and worry about counting your money because you do that. I'm just not going to do that. you know. And so it's just like you have to decide for yourself what do you care about, what are your goals in life, how are you going to get to those goals, Where's the blueprint to make that happen? Period, exactly. point blank. And that's how you're going to be able to be successful in life. Not looking at others and thinking that everyone, like, and comparing yourself to that everyone has, like, some sort of globe. And being sure that you have good people around you and that the friends or family members that you have around you, they're not toxic people. People that are actually going to be there to support you and not have signs of people that are being jealous of you. Because there are sometimes... The closest people toward to you could be the ones that are really sitting there envying you, trying to figure out how to make you, um, how to counter downfall, and you don't want that as well. Exactly, and I I would like to say we uh, touched on a small subject, you know, um, long ago between ourselves, the fact that whatever we do, there's always room at the table, and I felt like this was starting to come back up because we had a conversation. Um, we like we we have a podcast. You know, we have a, a business that we're trying to push off the ground, but obviously we're both working in our, our separate careers as well. So once like we're set, we can actually put more focus on our craft, like me and acting, like acting wise, it, it all, it comes out like I, I'm acting. I, I I work with people. Shout out to Rising Stars of Houston, Rising Artists of Houston. Like I said Rising Stars. I'm so, I'm so sorry. Shout out to Rising Artists of Houston, man. I, I work with those, those lovely people over there. And they are awesome. And I see that people they either work with or the people that are actually uh, run that organization, they're getting roles. And I have to tell myself, okay, look, Greg, you, you're starting from the bottom. So use this as fuel. Use those people as like a, a stepping stone to say, man, I love what you're doing. I can't wait to get on that level. And us having a podcast, I see other people starting the podcast. And I, I asked Megan, I told her, I said, I, I'm not going to lie to you, babe. Can I keep it real with you? I feel a little, uh, you know, upset that other people are doing something that we, we were doing. And she said, there's room at the table. Like, there's no point of you being upset, angry, jealous, mad, nothing. There's room at the table. You know, they people have their certain audiences. And I, and I it made me think, like, that's, that's sure right. Like, we are we are G's in this game right now because of the way we stepped up and the way we did our thing. They other people come in and do this thing, they're G's in the game because of the way they do it. Because guess what? We're gonna always be Meg and Greg. And that's what I always have to remember no matter what. If I become an actor and I decide that instead of like, okay, trying to do an action movie, I'm just gonna do the small little sitcom show. 
forget if that if Michael B. Jordan or 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 if the other his other action star got the role. I need to just say I am Greg. No matter what, at the end of the day, I gotta count my money. I gotta count my blessings, and I gotta continue to uh, perfect my craft. So yeah. I'm glad that you we talked about that the other day. I'm glad that we said that because I keep I have to remember we have to perfect our craft mm-hmm. like all together and it also stems into you know you and our good friend Mariah's podcast you know because remember when you started the podcast I was getting a little like not upset but I was getting like urgy I was like why my woman just go to a whole nother podcast start a whole nother <laughs> oh, podcast yeah. and it, and I was like don't be like that because first of all Mariah's that's the homegirl that's the sister love you Mariah and then it's like y'all have y'all audience. Yeah, y'all are speaking totally to. Different it's a totally different audience. We have on getting so together. I have to say, forget that. I want to see y'all grow. I want to see y'all making y'all money. I want to see y'all making y'all uh, perfecting y'all craft. Because at the end of the day, I have to worry about Megan Greg, and I have to support whoever else wants to sit at the table. Exactly. Yeah. Which is facts. I think that, like, I love hearing you say that because. I feel like there's not enough camaraderie that occurs within our communities. So as uh, communities of colors in general, that I feel like lots of times we can get to the point where it's like this doggy dog world where um, if I'm trying to get to someplace in life, then I'm going to try to push you down because I'm competing against you. When really just with competition, that doesn't, that isn't competition is healthy because yes like you are there's a healthy way to compete but also there's a better way to support one another and collaborate with one another so that both of you can grow two minds are better than one so do you think that people we look at let's, let's put it towards money if we look at people that are like millionaires billionaires and i'll say like kanye just because i think like they talked about him on the breakfast club uh, a little while ago, but saying like how he ended up becoming this um, billionaire. And if you look at it, because like he's in collaboration with so many different companies, and he has so many different avenues where like money comes from. So it's not like you don't have just one thing that you're doing where it's like you all by yourself and that's how you make it alive. No, like there's people around you, you invest in others, people invest in you, and it's an exchange. So where is that exchange happening in your life? Where is it occurring? Are you having an exchange with other people? Are people wanting to co- collaborate with you, but you're just denying it mm-hmm. and not supporting one another? Exactly. So it's just like, I think that a lot of time we always come down to this on this podcast, just talking about supporting other people and supporting one another. I think it's, it's just so important that like literally getting it together, doing things with other people, right? Doing things together is so much better than doing it on your own. And you will be able to accelerate the process with doing things together. And that's literally just what, I feel like I want to be sure that we as a community that we understand that and that we really take that to heart because there's really so much room for us to support each other and to have everyone sit at the table to discuss and to grow and to eat and just be better in life. Let me tell you, let me give you a good example. You know how many actors can be so good if they just work with another actor? You know how many singers and rappers can be so good if they just put their jealous ways of having a certain audience aside and work with other with other artists? I know certain people just don't want to work with other people because they don't want to step on each other's toes, but do you know how much of a 
of a up a push up you would get like I'm gonna give two good I'm gonna give I'm gonna give two good examples. For years, people have asked you know in the female R and B uh female rap uh community have said you know why don't a lot of female artists come together and do projects together? Well. I can give two examples in that in that right now. I'm gonna give one example, another one. When Nicki Minaj and Beyonce just said, "F it, let's just do something together." You know how much money they made just by just saying, "Ain't no one person on this song. We're just gonna both come together." And I know that's just a that's a different example to put it by, but then you look at it in the in the, in the sports side. You know how many championships certain athletes can get if they just say, "I'm not." Cause you have certain athletes, like you have like a, um, like a Westbrook, who doesn't want to go to a team with a superstar, or he doesn't want another superstar on his team because he wants to be the man. And I, and I got nothing against Westbrook with that, but think of it. Remember, you know D Wade, mm-hmm. and when D Wade was cool with LeBron coming over, D Wade was like, "Man, I'm the man here. This is Wade County. I'm, I run Miami. I'm Miami Vice." And when Bron came over, Wade said, "Well, you know, forget it." I can scoot to the side a little bit, let him have his little joy, because guess what? I'm going to win a championship, and I'm going to contribute to winning a championship. And I know those are crazy examples because, obviously, ring chase and all that stuff, but just like we said, instead of just, like, thinking about I'm the man of this team, if that superstar comes over here, he needs to know that this is my house. Why can't we all have this house? Why can't we all have this money? Why can't we all ring chase? Why can't we all do that? You know? Mm -hmm. So if we're going to sit up here in this circle, and support each other if we're gonna look at what you have on your plate and what i have on my plate let's just eat like stop looking at what's on my plate let's just eat because while you looking at my plate while i'm eating or if i'm my example i'm gonna use myself if i'm looking at your plate while you eating and you get no full my food over here spoiling mm-hmm. and that's the jealousy that comes with it yeah no it's facts so we want to leave y'all with just some tips that if you're confused or wondering that am I in a situation where maybe like I'm the person who's being jealous, like I'm the jealous friend, sibling, um, personal relationship, or if you're wondering if you have people around you where you're questioning, are they really for you? There was actually just a tip on, I forgot what the name of this website was. Um, oh, it's called goodtherapy.org where it just gives you six tips to know like if you're around a group of people or someone who's actually showing signs of being jealous of you or not in support of what your hopes and dreams are. So one of the number one thing is they greet your good news with negativity. So meaning that something good happens to you and like you were like, oh, let me go tell my closest friend. Let me go tell my family member. And then they only have negative things to say about it or just talk about the downsides or they give you a fake congratulation or seem superficial. You get those vibes. Like that's someone who's not on your team, someone who's not going to support you, someone who doesn't need to be on your journey. Or if you really want them on the journey, you should discuss that with them. Like, why are you being that way? Number two is they frequently try to outdo you or one up you like the one upper. Oh, I met people like this in school. The one uppers are so annoying. The one uppers are annoying as That's hell. literally the person that's like okay like say you get your new car and then a few months later they purchase the exact same car but it's like the newest model or like or you got the 2018 uh tesla they They said no i'm gonna get the 2022 tesla 
And so it's just like people or, that like that. Or if you say something that, oh, like I'm going to go and get, I don't know, like some some new thing. And they're just like, well, I'm going to do this better. No, no, no. Oh, hey, I took a trip to Dallas just for a quick vacation. I just need to get away from the city. Well, I took a trip to Cabo. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'll be oh like, I'll gosh. be like, I don't know. Yes. Uh, Literally, it's just like someone really just did that to me about like my bachelorette party because I decided right. that I didn't want to go like on this expensive trip from bachelorette party. But I don't have time to plan that. I've literally been to everywhere I want to go right now, and so I'm doing it in Dallas and having a self care weekend. And so I'm just like, oh, really? Well, for my bachelorette party, we went to Tulum. And I was just like, girl, if I wanted to go to Tulum, I would have said I want to go there. Like I didn't ask you what you did for yours. So it's just like oh things gosh. like that. Those people in. Once oh yeah, again, my bachelor, my bachelor party. I, I went to, I went to Vegas. I'm like that's, 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 that's fine. Like good for I, you. I'm so happy you I'm did. I'm glad you did, did that because you, you wanted to do yeah, that. Yeah. How much money did you spend? That's good. Exactly. <laughs> um. Or so number three. So they make you feel bad about yourself. So this is the person that, like, a friend experienced this type of jealousy. They can quickly make you feel guilty or bad about an accomplishment or success. So let's say that, um. I don't know, like, like I, let's say Greg just got his new job, and someone's just like, oh, well, you were just lucky. That's why you were able to, you know, get your new job. And man, that's I've what I've experienced that with one incident, and I nipped that in the bud, like quick. I like, you know, this was years ago, but I experienced that one time. So I don't yeah. want to go into detail. I mean, no, it's real. Like that, <laughs> people are just nasty sometimes, and it's can be happy for you. Uh, so just um, a couple more. So. Uh, another one is that they struggle with insecurity and self-esteem issues. So this is like the people that are around you who lack a well-developed sense of self-worth. Like they feel inferior to others, like automatically they feel insecure by their own abilities. So they may be more prone to be jealous of you. And like, you know who these people are, or if you're this person, then I mean, there's some self-checking that you should be doing within yourself be like, do, am I confident in myself? Or is like, is that why like my sense of low self-worth is why like I'm not able to be supportive of one another's? So really like digest those things, learn about your own self and your what's happening between you before you go and be around others that are trying to make things happen in their lives. And then the last one but not least is that they don't offer support. So going back to the support thing, y'all, that the person who's like jealous that you've achieved the promotion a new relationship or even you just got like a better apartment and they probably won't support you at all. Uh, they may go as far as even saying like hurtful things, whether they intend to hurt you or not, but their words could discourage you from pursuing your goals. People like that or who have any of those attributes that we just went over, you know, have a conversation with them if you need to. If not, you can be like me and just dissociate just them from your mind. You just had them bounce. <laughs> they can just bounce. Be like, all right, deuces, because there's it's important to have a group of people around you that truly love you, support you, and that are going to be there praying for you, helping you along the way, and build your community because community is so important. So, yeah, on that note, guys. So, hold on. I would like to give a shout-out to three black artists that made history at the Academy of Country Music Awards. Three black artists won some awards or either got nominated. The Academy of Country Music Awards aired on Sunday night, and let's just say black artists came through shattering ceilings and making history. This is from The Shade Room. Country singer Mickey Guten co-hosted the show. Oh, okay, I'm not reading that. Uh... 
No, yeah. Mickey Cuden co-hosted the show and alongside alongside singer Keith Urban. And also, Jimmy Allen is the country singer behind the hit Best Shot Tonight that became the first black artist to win. Yes. So the Country Music Awards did its thing with black excellence. And I've been noticing that a lot of like these award shows, not BET Awards, not the not the hip hop awards, not the MTV Awards, but Grammys, Oscars, Country Music Awards, black is showing up. Black art is starting to pop and show up. And it's not culture vultures that's taking it. It's our own people that's jumping in and taking it. You know, so I just wanted to give a shout out to that. Yes, was, we always was, want to shout out some. It's kind of misread. <laughs> I should have yeah. dug deeper. Yeah, you kind of chopped with the shout out, but I it's did, all good. We're all here we, for the we, Black we, Excellence we know, Reports. We know. Black, Black Excellence Reports every single Tuesday. Black but excellence. on that note, guys, we got to get up out of here. So thanks right. for getting your life together with us. And uh, you know where to find me. I don't think I can say any more by this point in time. You can find me on IG at Gregory.Kay underscore. And you can find me at Megan.Jeanette. Nah, you nah, no, no fun. No fun. <laughs> Whatever. You can also find us at Get It Together's IG. Get at Get It Together. And see, this is why you don't do the closing. <laughs> this is why I don't do the last yeah. part. <laughs> so anyway, all right, guys. We're gonna go. Have a beautiful week. You are great. Love y'all, man. And we'll see you next week. All right. Bye. All right, nah. Oh, 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 oh,